Hey, what is up, everybody? It's Josh back here with the fourth episode of On Top Sports Podcast. It's been a while. It's been two weeks, two full weeks, more than two full weeks, actually. And uh, yeah, I'm back recording an episode that I've been wanting to record for a while. It's been pretty busy with school stuff for me. So, you know, I haven't been able to make an episode, but I'm so excited, so happy just to be recording this video, uh, this episode for you guys. And yeah, so today's topic is going to be the NBA All-Star Game and what I think who should be in, who are snubs, because there's always some All-Star snubs, and who I think they should be replaced, who they, who I think they should be replaced with and who, or who they should replace, or like, you know, what I think of the dunk contest participants, what I think of the skills contest participants, because the draft is tonight. So I'm getting this, I'm going to try to get this up before the, uh, the, not the NBA draft, but the all-star NBA draft, the all-star game draft. And so, yeah, I'm going to also, at the end of the episode, I am going to predict my draft. Boom. I got the teams pulled up in front of me. This is the first segment in over two weeks. And I'm really, I, I, all I have to say is I'm so excited to be filming, to be recording this. All right, so the first the first thing I'm going to do is just read off, just in case you didn't know, you need a refresher of what the All-Star teams are. I'm going to read off what the All-Star teams are. So in the East, we have Kevin Durant, Giannis, Bradley Beal, Joel Embiid, Kyrie, Jason Tatum for the starters. And in the West, we got LeBron, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, and Kawhi Leonard. So yeah, these are not the all-star teams. These are just the all-star starter participants. These are the people that can be included in the pool. But Kevin Durant and LeBron James will draft the teams because they are the two highest vote-getters in each conference. Now for the reserves. In the East, we have Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Nikola Vucevic, DeMontis Sabonis. And in the West Reserves, we have Anthony Davis, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, Don, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Zion Williamson, and Devin Booker. Devin Booker is a replacement for Anthony Davis. That's why when I listed it off, um, there's one more player in the West, but he's just replacing him. And yeah, so... Uh, what I think about these teams, I think that it's kind of crazy to be saying anybody is not worthy of a spot. But, you know, it's because these are all, like, amazing NBA players. But, so yeah, I'm going to start with what I think about the starting lineups. And then I'll go to the reserves. Okay, so, on what I think about the starting lineups. Right, I think that uh, I... These are, looking at it again, these are the exact teams I voted for, except one thing that it did put. I did not uh, put uh, uh, Steph Curry to start. I know it might sound bizarre, but I'll read off the stats. Steph Curry, 30 points, 6, re- uh, six assists, and 5 rebounds, right? But who I did put is I did put Damian Lillard, uh, 29-8-4. and four. I'd per I'd personally have rather have twenty nine eight and four rather than twenty six six and five, and Luka Doncic to me everybody was saying replace Luka with Dame, because as a starter, but no if anything it has to be Steph because listen to Luka's stats twenty eight and a half nine and eight and a half, like he's almost putting up a triple double with twenty eight and a half points, as a guard, 
No, no thanks. No, I, I think that he's totally worthy as an all-star starter. But the one thing that did boost Steph Curry up um, for most people, which I understand, is how he's carrying his team full of not great players to be the sixth. Actually, no, they actually fell down to the eighth seed in the West. But like a playoff team, which went from the second worst team in the NBA last year to a playoff team just with getting the addition of Steph Curry. It's pretty incredible. But Dam- Damian Lillard has been carrying his team. CJ McCollum has been injured for 90% of the year. Nurkic has been injured. Uh, Nurkic, Yusuf Nurkic has been injured injured this whole year. So no, I totally disagree about um, about having Steph in there. I'm a big Steph fan, but you know. And yeah, everything else looks solid to me. Now heading to the most controversial part of the All-Star game is the reserves. Because the reserves are the people who didn't get as many votes, but are still part of the All-Star team. So there are there are going to be people who did not get enough votes or uh, to be in an All-Star reserve. So I'm just going to I'm gonna say who I think got snubbed and who didn't get snubbed. So I was originally very mad about Devin Booker not being an All-Star. I think he should have been over his teammate, Chris Paul, who's only averaging 16, 9, and 4, which is great. But still, I'd rather have 25, 4, and 4, or 16, 9, and 4. So, um, yeah. But now that he's in the All-Star game, not too much disrespect anywhere in the All-Star game. I think, you know, Zach Levine and Julius Randle are both worthy of the first-time All-Star. You know, uh, and Zion, I think, like, Guy like Zion, you know, it there were there's definitely some influence about him being in the All Star, just no how much hype his brand has and who he is has. But um, I think he was totally worthy. Twenty five, three and seven. I think I think that's fine. And yeah, I personally I don't have a too much of a problem with the All Star teams this year. Um, but the most heated, the I mean the most controversial. Um, in this year's All-Star teams, people say that, um, hold on, I'm sorry, I'm looking this up. I'm looking at ESPN, say, Bam Adebayo, whoa, Bam Adebayo, not an All-Star? Wow, hold on, Bam Adebayo stats. I know I do do this kind of on the flow, so, uh, so yeah, bear with me here. I don't want to do another take of this part. All right, so Bam Adebayo this season is averaging 19, 9, and 5. So 19, 9.5, and, and 5.5. And All right, now let's look back at these all-star teams. Um, okay, already has better stats than Chris Paul. Chris Paul is 16, 9, and 4.5. And 19, oh, sorry, wrong conference. Um... He has better stats than Ben Simmons. But Ben Simmons is one of the best defenders in the league. No, actually, no. I think that he's fine. I think he's fine not to be an all-star. The team is not very good this season. The Heat are not very good this season at all. But and also, he hasn't played that many games. He's been injured, like, not injured, COVID reserve. He's number one most days out from COVID and anybody in the NBA. So, yeah, I don't have a problem with these all-star teams this year. All right, so now we're going to be talking about, I think, most people's favorite event in the whole All-Star game, 
in the whole All-Star weekend, even though it's one day this um, this year because of COVID, the NBA All-Star Slam Dunk Contest 2021 AT&T Slam Dunk Contest. And if you didn't know, the participants are um, Anthony Simons, Cassius Stanley, and Obi Toppin. I'm not going to lie. I have never heard of Cassius Stanley. I've heard of Anthony Simons and Obi Toppin, but I've never heard of Cassius, Cassius Stanley. And I think I'm, I like to say I know most people in the NBA. So I did actually look at some of their highlights. And my early prediction for, uh, for Slam Dunk Contest winner is Obi Toppin. But so the uh, the participants participants this is where it gets tricky because of COVID. You need people. Um, the NBA said you need people who are already at the All Star weekend, and since they also have a Rising Stars game, because they always have that, it's got to be the young guys because the because since they said it's a halftime, um, it can't be play people who are All Stars, and the only other people who are there. Who are not all stars? Um, the only people, only other people who are there who are not all stars are people in um in the Rising Stars game, and these three guys are all like twenty and twenty one. So, because Obi Toppin was a this year's pick um for the Knicks, I think Cassius Stanley was also picked. Anthony Simons was two years ago. So yeah, and yeah, the thing about uh Obi Toppin, he's like six eight. So it's tall, and usually the guys aren't that tall. They're usually like shooting guards and small forwards, even though Obi Toppin's a power forward. But he's just one of the most athletic players in the NBA. So what? Oh, sorry. Whatever he's gonna do is gonna be really crazy, and I'm just excited to see. You know, he fly through the ground, uh, fly through the, uh, fly through the court, fly through the stadium, and I love to see the slam dunk contest. Just to see these freaks of nature. You know, do some crazy stunts. It's really great. Alright, so we got my personal favorite event, the Skills Challenge. I think there's not many people really watch this one, but it's so fun because the Skills Challenge Skills Challenge is made up with passing, shooting, dunking, layups, agility, speed. So it's really great to see. And, oh, rebounding. It's like you know, who is the most well-rounded guy? So I'll read off the participants. we got Rocco, Robert Covington, Luka Doncic, Chris Paul, Julius Randle, DeMontis Sabonis, and Nikola Vucevic. And it's just, so if you didn't know, last year's winner was the, um, the Joker, Nikola Jokic. No surprise to anybody. He probably is the most all-around skilled player because he can score, he can rebound, and he could pass maybe one of the best passers in the NBA. As a center, which is ridiculous. I talked about that in my last episode in the hot take section. Go check that out. Anyway, so uh, we, uh, so yeah, I love these participants. Not sure what Robert Covington is doing in there at all. Not not sure at all. He's going to get smoked by everybody else. But Luka Doncic, Chris Paul, Julius Randle, Sabonis, and Vucevic are all some of the best, well-rounded, skillful NBA players. So I'm really excited to see this these players go at it, and it's fun to watch. And for, I know, my dad's personal favorite contest, the three-point contest. I'll read off the participants, then talk about it. Devin Booker, Jalen Brown, Stephen Curry, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, and Jason Tatum. Once again, for the sixth year straight, we have a teammate duo of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They're not teams. 
So I don't know why I say duo, but they're going against each other because we always have the Splash Pros. Last year, we had CJ McCollum and Dame Lillard, whatever. So uh, last year's winner was Devin Booker, and then two years ago was Joel Embiid, and then before that, we had uh, not Joel Embiid. Oh, my God. What am I saying? Uh, Joe Harris. That's what I meant. Joe Harris. And then three years ago was Steph Curry. And uh, so, yeah, I think uh, Steph Curry's going to win. You know, it's hard to pick against the best three-point shooter of all time. And, you know, we got some really good. I think this is great. I think this year they had nobody who can't shoot. Like, last year they had, like, freaking, I don't know. They had they had some really bad shooter, like a power forward in there. But I think this is a great lineup, great choices by the NBA. And, yeah. It is time for the mock draft of the NBA All-Star Draft. And so, yeah, I'm just going to hop right into it. Pretty self-explanatory. If you don't really know how the format is for the draft, is that Steph Curry... No, it's not... Oh, my God, I can barely name players today. LeBron James and Kevin Durant uh, will all draft people who are in a pool. So, we have the All-Star pool, so... They, LeBron or Kevin Durant take turns. LeBron with the first pick because he had more votes, the most votes, and then Kevin Durant with the second pick. And they can pick either Giannis, Bradley Beal, Joel Embiid, Kyrie, Jason Tatum, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, or Kawhi Leonard. So those are the people in the starter pool, and they choose whoever they want. So, uh, yeah. So with the first pick, I think LeBron James is going to pick... I'm going to go with Nikola Jokic. Um, you know, he, he always tends to pick the, the the big guys. The guys who can, you know, you know uh, spread the floor with him. So he likes the big guys. And Nikola Jokic, I think, is the best center in the NBA. And I think that, you know, they're in the West and they play each other more. So he probably has a better relationship than with Joel Embiid. So that's my guess. Because they're also not just the best players. They do whoever their homies are. And then we got Kevin Durant. My guess, Kevin Durant is going to pick Steph Curry. Former teammates, Kevin Durant uh, likes guards. I, I don't see why he wouldn't. And, you know, former teammates, they worked really well together. They have two championships together. Yeah. And then with the second pick, we got LeBron James picking. We'll go with his picking Bradley Beal. You know, averaging 33 points this a game this season. You know, uh, you know who wouldn't want Bradley Beal? I don't think. I, I don't know if they have a relationship or not, but, you know, Steph Curry's gone, and he probably, I don't, I don't think he's going to want to play with Luka, because, I don't know, there's a lot of saying Luka will be better than LeBron in the future, and I, I don't know, I don't think he's going to want to play with Luka, but, and then, yeah, I think then Kevin Durant is going to pick Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant needs a center, and, yeah, even though Kevin Durant's like seven foot himself. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to pick Joel Embiid, giving a solid case for MVP Joel Embiid. So, yeah. And then I do think LeBron is going to pick... I think he's going to pick... Mm, mm. Oh, my God, Giannis is not picked, I just realized. All right, so I think LeBron is going to pick Giannis. Um, he's not, a, I mean, Giannis is Giannis, but he's having only averaging 29, 11, and 6, which sounds crazy to say only in front of. But, uh, he's one of the lower-end all-star starters this season, 
only based on this season. So I think Giannis is going to go to LeBron, Team LeBron. And then I think Kevin Durant is going to pick. I think he's going to pick his teammate, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I think he's going to pick his teammate, Kyrie Irving. You know, they're teammates. They must be buds. You know, they played together pretty much all season without injuries. And, you know, the big three. So they're usually benching one of them. So, but I do think that why not pick your teammate? And then I think LeBron's going to have no choice but to pick Luka. The youngster almost averaging a triple-double with 29 points. And then I do think KD is going to then pick. So uh, just a refresher about who's left. Who's left is only Jason Tatum and Kawhi. And then I think um, KD is going to pick Kawhi. And I think then LeBron will pick uh, Jason Tatum. So, yeah, I think that's my that's my mock draft there. And just to round out what I said for the teams, I think uh, Team Durant oh, – team. Yeah, Team Durant. It's weird because it's Team LeBron and Team Durant. You would think it would be Team Kevin and Team James or Team and Team LeBron. Whatever. So, Team Durant, I think it's going to be KD, Bradley Beal, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, and Kawhi Leonard. And I think Team LeBron will be uh, LeBron James, Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, and Jason Tatum. So, yeah, I'm not going to do a reserve draft because I don't really have time for that because there's a lot of draft. There's a lot of players in the reserves. And, yeah, I um, hope you enjoyed. I'm going to go. And that was the last segment for today besides, as you guys always know, hot takes section. So, yeah. I just want to say if that was uh, confusing at all, that mock draft section, um, instead of the second pick being with LeBron James, as if I actually said, it would be with Kevin Durant. Yeah, I'm just re-watching it, and that's what I got. Pow, what is up, everybody? You know what time it is. Hot take section, baby. I think this section, I may need to have a little alter in the name to the hot topic section. It's not always a hot take. It's more of a hot topic. And right now, this hot topic is baseball. Yeah, it's crazy to say. It's March 4th, and we're talking about baseball. But, um, yeah. So, uh, right now, we're talking about, you know, just predictions straight up predictions pr- predictions of baseball so you need to hear i'm predicting this season and how am i going to be doing this it's not going to be i'm not predicting awards and not predicting anything i am going to be predicting playoffs yes i'm not going to be predicting like who's going to be in the playoffs but I'll, actually i'm not going to tell you the matchups but i'm going to tell you who i think is going to be in the playoffs and with this new expanded playoffs things um, it's going to be more teams, and then I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you who in the playoffs, and then I'll tell you, uh, AL finals, and then NL finals, and then, uh, and then, or NLCS and ALCS, and then, then I'll tell you my World Series winners. Alright, so, going into the season, I believe that the Yankees will win the AL East, so it would be the Yankees, and that win the AL East, I think. And the White Sox in the AL Central. And I do think that the Angels will win the NL, the, the AL West. And then for the National League, I think the Braves are going to win the NL East. And then I do think that, uh, ooh, this one's tough. I think that the Cardinals will win the NL Central. And I think the Dodgers will win. 
the NL West. And then now we do have four wildcard teams. Yes, I know it's crazy. I think the wildcard teams are going to be the Angels, the Twins. Uh, no, no parent order, just a regular order. Um, no, no reason for this order. I think the Angels, the Twins, the Rays, and the Blue Jays, I think, are going to be in the NL. I mean, the AL, but I keep saying that. And then the NL, I think the, the wildcard team is going to be Mets, uh, the Brewers, I do think, and the Padres, and, and the Phillies. I would say the Phillies. I think the Nationals are going to miss out in the playoffs, but I think the Phillies are going to sneak in there. And then for my uh, American League CLCS, ALCS, I think it's going to be the Yankees versus... The Yankees versus the the White Sox, I think. Mm, I have to say it. I, I might be biased. I think the Yankees are going to beat the White Sox. And then in the in our West, I think we're going to have Padres versus the Cardinals. And I think the Padres will win. I know no Dodgers in there. I think it's, I'm a big, big fan on the Cardinals this year. Padres, Cardinals, Cardinals win. I think the Yankees, Cardinals. Uh, actually, no, yeah, Cardinals win. I think the Yankees, Cardinals classic teams in the World Series, two highest uh, World Series amount winners. Uh, the Yankees, Cardinals, and the Yankees will come out of the top. I'm probably biased. Yeah, I'm definitely biased. But yeah, that's my predictions for the season. Thank you guys so much for listening to the fourth episode of On Top Sports Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I think this is going to be the length around around the length for my for episodes going into the future i hope you guys enjoyed if you're here that means you have to have enjoyed if you listen to the whole thing and yeah um let me know uh what else you want me to either talk about or what you think about this episode thank you and peace